You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. You think about that? Do you think about that day? What could have been? What What could you have done differently? Yeah, hell yeah. But I ain't even want to really ride with him that day. Because I was really just trying to chill. It was right. my birthday. Right. We had some shit, like some drinking shit, some looking and shit. We was going to get drunk. So I was really just going over there to kick it with him right. type shit. So yeah, I be thinking about that. But the the main thing I think about is like, like I heard his grandma on the phone telling him like, I'm ready. Cause he pick her up from work every day. Right. And I just used to think like, damn, I wish he would've just went and got his grandma instead type shit. Cause he wouldn't got his grandma. You wouldn't have been in the car. You wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't have been there. And that day would have never happened. Facts. Yeah. Oh God. You've seen a lot of tragedy. Your uncle ended up getting killed. You, that wasn't my real uncle, though. Right. But remember, I told you like how we like made family like a family over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got killed when I was in third grade. I remember. Um, I was, I was, I think I was asleep, but I was so bad I probably was up. But I remember it was a school night, and mm-hmm. I remember um, just hearing like, boom, 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 and I remember jumping up. And I remember jumping up and looking at my window. And then my mama came in the room and just started hugging me type shit. Started holding me. But I was so young. I think I knew it was gunshots, but some was telling me it was firecrackers. Right. So I go back to sleep. And I remember um, getting up the next, like, a couple hours later. Like, that was probably, like, 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had to get up probably, like, Sam for school. Right. And I remember, like... um. My mama was ironing my outfit for school and shit, and the news was on. And they was like, um, I think it was five of them that got killed that night. Mm-hmm. It was like four, four or five. It might have been six. It was like the dudes came, they killed 
Big Boy, which was like my uncle. Mm -hmm. They killed um, Swiss Shot and like another one of their partners and like two maintenance men. And then I remember like um, my mama telling me, uh, or it, it was either my mama or my stepdad, it was like, yeah, they killed Big Boy, whoop type shit. But then when I got older, you know how you replay shit back mm -hmm. in your head? I was like, he robbed the wrong person. Cause I remember like all that week, he had went and bought one of them new Tahoes, the Z72 trucks. What? The Z71? Yeah, the, the, the two though. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's the high end. Yeah, he had bought one of them. He had, um, I remember walking down there cause like when I was young, they used to like give me like little dollars and shit. And I used to like rap, mm -hmm. like do little, like, little like three bars or right. some shit. And they'll give me some dollars. So I remember one time, like that week, I went down there and they was like all outside by the Z71. Like they was on the truck, mm -hmm. chilling on the truck, smoking and shit. I remember I seen like a big ass bag of weed, probably like five pounds or some shit. Wow. Just bags of weed on the like hood of the mm -hmm. car. And I remember um, one of them, one of them, his name was Kevin. He used to have a bought Chevy on 23s with mm -hmm. the Jordan logo on. Mm -hmm. I remember him like, man, put that shit up, bro. What the hell wrong with y'all? Put that shit up. But I remember like, I ain't never seen them have that much weed. I right. seen them smoke weed a million times. They ain't never had that much weed. So I feel like that's what happened, but I don't know. Right. But I feel like that's what happened though. Hit somebody's stash out, huh? Yeah, the wrong nigga and they right. came back. Cause they chased him. They, he was in like, it was some more apartments connected to right. apartments and it was a cut. He got down, he got shot in the next apartments so he was in, running, he in, saw him coming. In the head once, mm -hmm. but he still was alive. And he ran all the way from them apartments, ran like through the cut, because the cut is like right next to my bed. Mm -hmm. He came through the cut and ran all the way down uh, to like to the end. Like, well, our street, it was a dead end on our street. And he ran all the way to like, well, um, my cousins, Rakim, stayed. Mm -hmm. And he ended up dying, like collapsing on their front step type shit. Right. Oh, but your 21st birthday, that wasn't the first time you had gotten shot, was it? Was that the first time you got shot? No, that was the second time. The first time was like on some like bullshit, though. It was just like a graze for real. It wasn't just like, no, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even go to the hospital. Right. Yeah. Was it an accident or was someone intentionally trying to? It was, I think it was an accident. Okay. Yeah. 21st birthday, you lose your partner. You almost lose your life. You watched, you've gotten grades before. Your your uncle, who's not your biological uncle, but he was raised up with you, so he you was considered him an uncle. At what point in time, Savage, do you say, enough of this? Mm -hmm. I think like, yeah, after I got shot. Cause you got a kid, you got to think of now. You got, yeah. you got another life to be responsible for. Yeah, it ain't just yeah. you now. For sure. I remember thinking about that too, like while I was sitting there, I was like, I remember I just kept mumbling, like I can't go out like this, can't go out like this, can't go out like this type shit. And I was just thinking about my little boy type shit. Did you ever lose consciousness? Mm -mm. Not from what I remember. Right. Mm -mm. You've, uh, you've lost siblings. Yeah. You mentioned that, uh, I think it's your your father had a son that ended up getting stabbed to death, correct? Yeah, in London, in my grandma's neighborhood. Mm -hmm. 
That's why I just shot my last video at. Yeah. How does one that have experienced death so much, how does one cope with it? Mm. It's one thing to know someone's gonna die of old age. We got grandparents or we have someone over there with a terminal illness. Okay, that's one thing. But to see someone lose their life so young, to see a, a parent bury a child when no one, no parent should have to bury a child. It's supposed to be the other way, the child bury the parent. How does one begin to cope or wrap their minds around death in that capacity? I don't know. I don't know how I do it. Because I didn't had times like why I cry sometimes tight shit when I'm by myself and shit, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think you just got to be built for this shit. Like, you got to just be built for it. Like, you learn how to, like, just, like, move forward in life and just accept certain shit. But it's mm -hmm. like, it still hurt, though. But right. I don't, I don't know, like, what it, I don't know how I cope with it, honestly. I read where you said after your brother's death, I took my anger out on you. I wish I could take that ish back. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, like growing up, like I ain't really, we ain't really talk like that neither because I used to be like kind of jealous of like the relationship that him and my daddy had. Mm -hmm. I used to feel like my little brother was the son he wanted and I was, I was the son that he didn't want type shit. Mm. So like when me and my, my daddy relationship faded, it's like me and my relationship with like that whole side of the family faded type shit. But like right before he died, we had just started back talking. Okay. So it was like me saying that was like, damn, I regretted all the other, the, all the years that we wasn't talking because I felt like you was like spoiled by my, like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. You was his favorite type shit. Like mm -hmm. he ain't really fuck with me. He, right. he wasn't there for me how he was there for you type shit. Right. Like I remember one time, like, um, my daddy had came to visit. This the only time he ever came to visit. And he had to use like, my mama told him like, no, my, my mama baby, my stepdaddy told my mama like, they ain't gotta spend no money on no hotel while they here, they can come stay with us type shit. Yeah. Oh, Y'all barely had enough room for you guys. But shit, West Indians just like that. Yeah, man. right, okay. We'll cram in this bitch. Like, <laughs> oh God. We gonna cram in this motherfucker. So, so they came and stayed with us and shit. And he had brought my little brother with him. <coughs> and I remember one day, goddamn, he had then took um, the van. He had took us to City Trans and shit. And goddamn, he only bought my little brother shit. He ain't buy me shit though, type shit. And then I remember, um, I think my mama and my stepdaddy got to arguing about that because he took too long with the car. Right. And my stepdaddy had to go to work mm -hmm. type shit. So I remember just being like, I remember like being in the store and like I was like picking out shit and he wasn't grabbing my shit that I was picking out, but he was grabbing my little brother shit type shit. And I remember like, like being jealous, like being hurt by that type shit. Right. So goddamn, I ain't never say shit though, like that, like when, cause I was too young. So it was kind of like a, 
you know, when you're young and you feel some type of way about right. something, but you can't say nothing. So right. it's just like, you just eat it. Right. So I remember we got home. I remember them arguing and shit. And then I remember my stepdaddy telling my daddy, like, this ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. You good. Like, like, um, don't worry about nothing. You didn't do nothing wrong. She was supposed to tell y'all what time I had to go to work type shit. Right. And goddamn, I remember my daddy. Um, we we go home. We we at home now. Well, we walk in the house because I think my stepdaddy told my daddy that while we was like in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So we walk in the apartment. We go in the house. I remember my daddy and my mama talking and shit. And then I remember my daddy called me in the room, and he was like, um, he was like, I ain't gonna lie, um, um, I'm homesick, type shit. He was like, I think I'ma leave early. What? Type shit. And I remember being like, I remember being like, hurt by that too, type shit. And then he left, type shit. And I, I remember that's when I first started like being like, man, fuck this nigga. Like, that's my, that was my first feeling of like, and my brother. Right. That's when I first started being jealous of my brother. Cause I was like, uh, you ain't seen me in years. You done brought my brother out here and bought him all type shit. You ain't bought me nothing. Right. Type shit. So I think that's where that like jealousy like came from type shit. But I wish I never did that. Cause you're my, a child. With my brother. But I think I couldn't control. No, you're how. a child. That's like anything. I mean, if you got two kids and you buy one constantly, the other child will become resentful of the child that you buy everything for. And the child that you don't get anything, he'll resent both. The child and the parent. Yeah. So it's it's a natural reaction, Savage. I mean, that, that was not something that you could consciously like. You know what? It's okay. You know, blah. blah. That's not how. That's not how a child minds function. Yeah. But it explains why you have the resentment towards your father, and you ended up growing, even though it wasn't your brother's fault. But still, he was getting gifts and things that you weren't, yeah. and so you resented him for getting things that you couldn't get. And you resented the father for giving it to him. Mm -hmm. And you, the opportunity in that, you know, you hear people say all the time, Savage, that, you know, make sure you tell someone that you love them. You don't know when it's going to be the last time or you might not get an opportunity. And here we, you see, you sit back and like, man, yeah, oh God. the feelings that I had towards him, what I would give to tell him I love you and I, I appreciate you and bro. Oh God. Yeah. The type of father that you are, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you want to be everything that your father wasn't Facts. to your son, that Facts. your father wasn't to you. Facts. Yeah. But I kind of understand, like, with my daddy, like, I don't, <coughs> like, I had forgave him for all that shit when I was a child. It right. More so, like, the reason why we not talking now is because, like, shit that he did like as an adult that mm -hmm. just kind of rubbed me the wrong way right but like i kind of understand like your child in a whole nother country mm -hmm. like, you ain't rich right but it was just like look, time doesn't cost anything though right but it was like other little things mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it was kind of like but now like with my kids i be feeling like i don't be doing all the way my job because of my job right type shit. Mm -hmm. So I be trying to like balance that out like trying to like 
it's like you 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 work to re receive to gain all this success and all the good shit but it's like i feel like the best parents in my opinion is parents that don't got it all i feel like broke parents are, are better than rich parents mm -hmm. in my opinion because when you broke, you got way more time type shit. Right. So you there for like a lot of the shit. Like, yeah, gifts and shit matter, but they don't matter at the same time. Sometimes all the kid needs is time. Facts. Your time. Facts. Something that a gift can't replace. Facts. We see uh, Yo Gotti lost his brother. Yeah. Was coming, from, was at a funeral and ended up losing, ended up son, uh, his brother ended up losing his life. Savage, how do we how do we stop that cycle? Because I heard Rick Ross call and say, "Bro, let's put the guns down. Let's put the masks down. Let's let's come together. Yeah. Let's build this. Let's build these communities. Let's get this paper together. Let's stop this senseless violence. How? I don't know. I don't think that shit ever would stop. It's just my opinion." Like, people been killing forever. Mm -hmm. That shit just life. But what are, we, what are they actually killing for? Nothing. But you can't, there's nothing that you can kill somebody for that validates right. killing. You're fighting over territory that doesn't belong to you. That block doesn't belong to you. That belongs to the man. Yeah. <laughs> but... I don't feel like people really fight over blocks no more. Like, I think it'd be like shit that people do to each other. Right. Because it, it, it's like you could look at it from two points of view. Because okay. when I was younger, I used to look at it from my point of view. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, it's like I look at it from like an older point of view. Right. But when I was younger, it was like, if somebody killed your brother, mm -hmm. like, what? What can stop you from wanting to kill their brother? You're seeking revenge. Like, what can stop you from wanting to do that? You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, then I'd be like, damn, what give, like, people the right to say when you can kill? Because it's people who, damn, they got a license to kill. Who mm -hmm. can go, they can go kill somebody legally. What, what's the difference? Like, what makes their reason more valid than this young boy who just lost his brother? Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't feel like killing will ever stop probably the amount and the how it's happening and shit mm -hmm. can slow down right but i feel like as long as you got life you got killing when did you decide that rap was going to be your way out and you was going to put that behind you how old were you when you said you know what i can do this i mean i think 50 50 was a guy that, that was in the game, ended up getting shot nine times, turned his life around. Um, I don't know if 50 is a role model of yours. I think I read somewhere where you said 3-6 Mafia. Yeah, I liked that music growing up, but mm -hmm. I ain't really know much about 3-6 Mafia. Like, I knew about Project Pat, like, his story. Mm -hmm. but I ain't really know about 3-6 Mafia, like, as a whole story. Right. 50 Cent was a thousand percent, like, I looked it up to him growing up, too. For right. sure, like... Cause he told his story more than like a lot of other artists. Mm -hmm. He had a movie and all this type of shit. So right. I knew his story a little more. Like I was inspired by his story and shit. So when did you decide to say, I'm gonna give this rap thing a try? 
like after I got shot, yeah, that's when I really just started like trying to like rap for real. Right. Like, I had made songs playing around and shit with right. friends, but that's when I started like really like putting my money into it and shit like that. Right. Okay. You meet Metro Boomin. Yeah. And so that was, so how did you meet him and how did you guys become such good friends? I met Metro Boomin through Key. It's a Atlanta rapper named Key. Mm -hmm. And I met Key through Man Man. Mm -hmm. He a rapper from Atlanta too. Right. And Key used to bring me around Sunny Digital. Nobody has real names, huh? Everybody got Man Man and Key yeah, and yeah. Slim, Skinny, oh, oh God. Pope. <laughs> oh God, Shay Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, touche. <laughs> right. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, they used Key used to bring me around Sunny, and Sunny was the man. Okay. And then everybody used to be at Sunny House. Right. And then that's how I met Metro. So you Metro up. He gave you. So did he know? Did he know you rapped at the time? I don't think so. He ain't know me. Right. But I just walked up on him like, man, I'm savage, bro. I need some beats. I'm finna start rapping. And he fucked around and sent me a couple beats. And I had did like a couple songs on him and he fucked with him. And then we just grew a relationship. And it, it took off from there. Yeah. Did did you think or did you know? But really, Sonny, Sonny, my, my songs with Sonny blew up before my songs with Metro. Okay. Type shit. Okay. So it was really me and Sonny was locked in. Like Metro was giving me beats too, but... I was doing like projects with Sonny and shit. Sonny was like showing me how to record. Okay. Like let me use his house to record and all type of shit. And then me and Metro grew our relationship while all that was going on type mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Did you think you could become this? Mm-mm. Cause I remember I used to like, when I had caught my little first little song, right. I remember I used to be sitting at Sonny house like, man, when the hell are you supposed to start getting show money, bro? Type shit. Right. And he used to be like, bro, don't worry, bro. It's going to come, bro. Trust me, bro. Like, it's going to come. Type shit. I ain't think it will be like this. Nah, hell no. Nah. Because back then it was like, people was blowing up, but I don't know if people was blowing up that big. Right. I feel like all the people who this big right now, like we all got there around the same time mm -hmm. type shit. Right. Like we ain't had nobody be like, what future back then who was just. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm. The natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Big like that. Future says, if young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> I mean, but you look at your guy, I mean, what is it about Atlanta? You, Future, Tip, Luda, I mean, Eastside, if you if you in the rap game, I think Lil Luda. Baby. Yeah, I think Atlanta's just like a player city, like, it's just player, like, we just, I don't know, we just know how to talk, we know how to walk, dress, talk to women, set trends it's just right. it's something in the air i don't know i had t.i on the podcast t.i said you ask him for a million dollars and he said no because he said that i would have to take more from you yeah he was still trying to sign me though t.i's a cheap as hell <laughs> he gonna try to <laughs> but i did he he sent me an offer yeah and i my counter offer was i want a million right and he was like shit I'm gonna have to take so much from you in return right. that it ain't even worth, it ain't even gonna be worth the million in the future type shit. So he actually saved you from yourself. Facts. Yeah, I look up to T.I. Cause T.I. one of them niggas, he rich as a motherfucker, but he tight as hell, boy. <laughs> That's how he keep that money though. Right. He's smart with his money. You had a platinum album before you signed your first deal. Yeah. Yeah. So now you you you're in a very favorable situation because you got you I mean it's not necessarily you got to do a bad deal. 
because you already got a platinum album. It's not like a situation you're looking to get signed so you can release an album. You already got the album. Was it platinum or, or was it gold? Gold. 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 I had platinum singles. singles. Yeah. But I had a gold album. Right. Yeah. But you straight. Yeah, for sure. So it kept so that kept you out of a bad deal. Yeah. Cause I was like, it was like all type of street niggas I was supposed to sign to who right. had like little labels and shit. Right. But some just used to tell me like, man, hell no, nah, I don't take no thirty thousand, don't take no fifty thousand. Right. Like you worth more than that. Right. You end up doing a seventy thirty split, right? Yeah. Yeah. With Epic. Right. Yeah, that was my first deal. It was like 70 30, but like they had like a 10% distribution fee or some shit. Right. Yeah. So, what, what's your take on streaming? I hear Snoop Dogg say, man, look here, man, them streaming, you stream a billion and man, you ain't really making no money. What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your thoughts on streaming? Um, I think it all depends on how your deal structure. Cause it's some money in streaming. It's most money it's, streaming. It's just about like how your deal structure and how much you stream, type shit. Well, it seemed to me it that gotta we... be some money in it. Cause my label be giving me some money. Okay, I was, I was about to say, cause the way you talking, you talking like you got a structured deal that you be getting. They gotta be making money, cause right. they giving me money. Right. So it's some money in that shit. Some real money in it. Let me ask you about your catalog. Future sold his catalog. I think he sold it 65, 75 million. Is that something you'd be interested in at some point? Yeah, probably later on down the line for sure. Yeah. I only got a couple albums right now, though. Right. But you gonna stock it, it on up? It? it depends how, how much my hustle, how I apply my hustle. Right. Because, shit, I might fuck around and invest in something and become a billionaire and... and be able to pass my catalog down to my kids. Might right. not even have to sell my catalog. Right. I'm looking at the, the XL uh, freshman class. Lil Easy Vert, Yachty, Kodak, Denzel, Curry, Jim Herbo, David East, Lil Dicky, Anderson Pack, Designer, and you. Boy, y'all hit a lick that year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, y'all hit a lick. Yeah, for sure. It was some stars on that cover. Do you uh do you do you ever sit back and like man, considering what you, your story of how coming to to Atlanta from London, or the East Side, your upbringing, there's a lot of things that could have happened that this didn't happen. Do you ever sit back and like, damn, man, this shit, I'm no <laughs> savage, all right? Yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. But I'd be like, I still got to keep going though. You still trying to grind? Yeah, but and I do be like appreciative though. I do sit back and just. Daydream sometimes, like, damn, this shit could have went this way or this way type shit. Right. Sure. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guaranteed, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticket app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show you the total up front so you know exactly what you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in two seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code SHAYSHAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an app, redeem the code SHAYSHAY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Your new project, American Dream, is projected to have a, your number one album. Um, first album in six years. How much have you grown 
since your first album? I think I, my sound just changed, like my beat selection, like just talking about deeper things and just like, I feel like I'm just growing up, like I'm a grown up now. Right. Shit. I was like a young nigga when I first came out. I was just saying anything type shit. Right. Samples on the album. How difficult was it? How difficult was it to clear the samples for some of the music that you used? Um, Jan do that. My A and R. She mm -hmm. she be handling. It. She be on on top of all that shit. So she ain't really come back to me like nothing was too hard right. to clear this time. But it do get hard sometimes. It gets hard because they want to charge more than what you think it's worth, or they just don't want you to sample it. Some people just don't want you to sample that shit. Right. Like um. One of my songs, like, they cleared it for the album, but then when it was time for me to do, like, commercials or, like, TV performances, they wouldn't clear it. So it was like, damn, I should have just never cleared it for the album in the first place because right. now this song big and... And you can't sing it. I can't really do nothing. Do it, right. Everything that I want to do with it. So why, so why would they let you do it for the album but not let you do it commercially? I don't know. <laughs> Man, do you ever look and see like, okay, American Dreams supposed to drop and somebody else like, you know what, like three other artists might be dropping that week. Would you ever move yours up or push yours back? Or you like, hey, may the best man win. It depends on who dropping. <laughs> I'm going to keep it all the way real. If it's somebody too big, I'm going to get up out their way. Right. But I'm going to normally know that before I even right. drop. Like, I'm going to know like, you know, all the labels have like a calendar of what be coming out for the most part. Right. But yeah, I, I get up out somebody's way. But people get up out my way too, though. Right, they should. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, this. Are you the best rapper in that 2016 class? I feel like I am. Right. Yeah. But I feel like everybody in that class should feel like they is too. Right. But hell yeah, I feel like I am for sure. Dark Days, song of the album. You say your gun won't love you back and the block won't hug you back. That song? Yeah. I really was like in the booth, like talking like to like a younger me, a, okay. uh, a young man in that same situation type shit. Like I was just like telling them like, yeah, this shit might look cool, but in reality, like this is the truth. Like this is what it really is right here. Like this the real. Mm -hmm. type shit and I was just like talking to him in that way like yeah you you could say you love that block but it, it don't love you it ain't gonna hug you back right you can stay like hug the block that's like posting on the block all night it ain't gonna hug you back you can love your gun but your gun ain't never gonna love you back right you're gonna, turn lose, you're gonna lose you. your friends after your candlelight they ain't, you, ain't nobody gonna come check on your mama like that they ain't gonna give her nothing wow like you feel me? Like, that's just how shit go for real. You told kids to stay in school, talked about seeing friends take their last breath, talked about crying at night and mama's crying, talked about kids growing up without fathers, said even though you even thought about suicide. Uh, tell the story that don't want people to live. So what is it about that lifestyle that people find so, not people, but young men, especially a lot of young men of color, find so fascinating? When you young, you damn near get rewarded for dumb shit. Right. Like when you young. But it ain't like a real reward, but mm -hmm. it's like 
you get more attention. Mm -hmm. I say that like, like when we be growing up, like we don't be getting a lot of attention type shit. Like right. man, our daddy ain't, Around. you know, mama always mm -hmm. busy type shit. So like when you do bad shit, remember I told you like you get a counselor. Right. That was like something cool in school. Like if you had a counselor, like other kids looked at you like, like you were something type right. shit. So it's like, it just build up and build up and build up type shit. And you just used to getting rewarded for dumb shit or not dumb shit, but like bad shit right. that it just carry on. And then you just, before you know it, you a grown man and you just stuck in this shit type shit. But you were the one that made it. You got an opportunity to be a grown man, got an opportunity to look back and say, look, made some mistakes. Don't learn, don't do, make the mistakes that I made. Yeah. You wanted a few. Yeah. Bless. Very. I know a lot of people that didn't. Um, on this album, Young Thug, Young Thug, uh, Thug recorded, uh, pre-recorded. Do you still talk to Thug? Um, yeah. Not like that, though. But right. We, we didn't talk. The 21 American Dream. You got a story, uh, uh, a movie coming out. Nah, that was a parody. A parody? Oh, okay. Do you think your story, you think you, your story is good enough to be a movie or a documentary? You got a very interesting story, Savage. Do you think? You think so? I do. Because it's the American dream. I mean, think about how many people, you hear about this all the time, people migrating to America and you're an American success story. Not a whole lot of money, very tough upbringing, single parent. I mean, you had love and you could have gone down this path and you went down this path for a period of time. But somehow you come back down the straight and narrow and here we are. American love success stories. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it could be one day. They'll hate on it now, though. Why they go hate on it? Because they're going to be like, what the fuck? 21 Savage deserve a story for a movie by him right. for what he did. Right. You know how they do. You, you know what they hate on? Your relationship with Drake. Why people got why people got beef with Drake? What Drake do to anybody? I don't know. <laughs> so, because you know you're going to get blowback. If you cool with Drake, they hate no him. They go hate on you, too. Yeah, I don't know. I fought with Drake, though. Drake, my boy. Yeah, you sure? I mean, what's not to, what's not to like about the band? I mean, hell, everything he touched turned to yeah. platinum. Damn gold platinum. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Do you think people are envious of your relationship? Because obviously, he it's not like he... I, don't, I wouldn't say that he doesn't mess with a whole lot of people, but he seems to have a very... You and he seem to have a very special relationship. And sometimes people get envious of that. They want what you have. What you feel like a man is if he's jealous of how cool two other men are. What do you what, what you think? What you think that is? What you would look at like that? Like if if somebody said, I don't like how Stephen A fuck with Shannon Short. <laughs> like how that how that'll make you feel? <coughs> what you would look at that like? That's some hating ass, you know what? <laughs> right. Because it is, but what I, what you have to understand, and I'm learning this, Savage, is that. As you rise, the applause is going to come, but so is the hate and the criticism. So if you're not willing to accept the applause and the adulation that comes along with the rise, you might as well get off because the hate and the criticism coming. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a part of it. And you just have to accept that. And and that can't the, 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 the hate and the criticism, it can't drown out the applause and the adulation. Right. What adulation mean? 
<laughs> applause, the praise, the, the Grammys, the man, Savage, you hear Savage album? Man, F Savage, man. I don't fuck F with that dude like that, man. He ain't like that. Yeah. You know that's you know that's coming. Yeah. But see, everybody, everybody see, as long as you like here and everybody's here with you, we cool, Savage. But now now no, hold on now. Don't you go here. Cause <laughs> if I can't go here with you, I'm gonna start hating on you. Yeah. Now if you get here, now I gotta say some stuff that might not even be true right because i don't want people to like you more than they like me i ain't never been like that though i know you're not but no, there are a lot of people that are yeah i wonder why though like what make you be like that like i always look at it like shit that's just, just like me hanging on drake yeah i'm trying to get there right i look at it like inspiration like shit i'm working that's see that's how I look at it. I look at it. anybody that's done something. Well, it's been done once. Hell, it can be done again. Right. So if Drake there, hell, why can't I get there? Right. See, that's how I looked at it when I saw Stephen A. and I see guys that Charles Barkley and things like that. I was like, I'm not hating on them. I was like, I can do that. Let me see. Let me get on my grind. Yeah. But that's not how we are. We're not. We're not wired like that. Right. And it's sad. The touring aspect. What What do you What do you like What do you like most about touring and touring with Drake? The money. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of it come with Drake, huh? That shit just come, period. Right. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get your certain level. Because shit, Drake ain't finna pay you nothing that you ain't worth. Right. He ain't like he just paying you because you his friend. Hell nah. They paying you your fee. Man, it made me get thugged. I should have started rapping instead of playing football. Might as well. Then I got you. What the hell? What a 55-year-old gonna rap about? Shit, rap about goddamn everything. (laughs) Everything you're going through. It's some 55-year-olds that goddamn can relate. It's a lot. Google how many 55-year-old men it is in the world. That's a bunch of them. All right, then. Nah, you ain't finna get me out there to help me out there. Jump out there, make a song. Get some screaming money and then tell me if screaming pay or not. (laughs) (laughs) What's it like touring outside the country? It's different. Cause they they got it's like they love they love hard. They might not even speak English, but they can sing every word that you be singing. Yeah. That shit crazy. I ain't never got love like that before. Really? Well, I have, I have. But I think it's just different because they don't see you as often. So right. they appreciate you more. Right. Type shit. Yeah. So you love, so you love going, you love, I mean, it's not like you, you don't love touring the States, but you love going out of the country because they give you love, like. But I, I think it might be different for me because remember I couldn't travel for so long. Like my first time ever performing out the country was a couple months ago. Right. So Because it, you couldn't leave because of situation. Right. right. So I think it was like anticipated for me a lot. Right. But shit, every show showed out. They were showing love like a motherfucker, like screaming every song, like songs that I wasn't even expecting them to know. They know every word. Every word. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Let me ask you this. Would you ever experiment with your sound like Drake did? Um, yeah, why not? Once I get to Drake level, <laughs> you got you got to be big as hell to experiment. Yeah. Because you could experiment and that shit in your career. Right. But. So you got to have like the leverage to do that. Right. Type shit. But right now you love you love the Savage Sound right now. That's working right now. It's booming. You sold out. Your album's number one. You go, you go platinum. I'm just slowly like evolving like type shit like piece by piece. Like I ain't finna just jump out the window and just make no whole different shit. Right. But I give you like little bits and pieces of it like, right. as I go type shit. You like R&B. Would you ever do an R&B album? With me singing? Yeah. Hell no, nah, man. I had to go get a, a, a vocal coach. Okay. I love R&B, though. Right. I listen to that shit more than anything. I don't even listen to rap like that. Okay. You you like R&B. Give me your Mount Rushmore R&B artist. If you, you got, you got, give me your top five R&B artists. Can they just artists or a group? Can it be either or? It can be either. It's your list. All right. Mount Rushmore ain't in order, neither. No, 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 no. Now, Mount Rushmore is only four, but I'm going to make it easy on you. I'm going to let All you right. get five. I'm going to let you get five. All right. Usher. Okay. Um, I love SWV. Okay. Beyonce. Okay. 
the boy who in jail. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and um five tough, man. Number five tough, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I love Monica. Monica. Okay. But then, like, you got Mary J. Blige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got goddamn, because the Isley Brothers got some shit. For sure. It's so many other ones, mm -hmm. but them probably who I listen to the most. Right. What's your Mount Rushmore be? R&B? Well, Usher, that definitely got to be on there. Usher. For me, I would say Usher, Mary J. Uh... James Brown. <laughs> I would probably know That's soul. Marvin Gaye. James Brown, soul, right? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put him in R&B. Who? James Brown. No, I wouldn't either, no. Probably Marvin Gaye. I guess Luther. For me, I love Luther. But you can't go wrong with Kenny Lattimore either. I don't know Kenny Lattimore. Yeah, he's a little bit before your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but you know, but you know Luther, right? Yeah. Yeah. Luther Vandross. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So would you like, let's just say you want to do an R&B album. Who, who, and you can't pick Beyonce. Why who, I can't pick nah, Beyonce? Nah, hell nah, because I know you're going to, because I know you're going to pick Beyonce. You can't pick Beyonce. Who you, who jumping on the track with you? Just one person? Yeah. For the whole album? You have, nah, you know what? I'm going to let you do feature. You can have, you can have as many as you want. Usher. I'm gonna I'm let you have. I'll let you have Beyonce. Beyonce. Usher gonna do a track. Beyonce gonna do a track. Beyonce gonna do another track. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. I'm gonna just get That's two, two right. from Beyonce. Um, Summer Walker. Okay. That girl. Um, she hard as a motherfucker. Coco Jones. Okay. Um, her. Okay, I like her. I'm gonna go get Avant, wherever he at. Right. We're gonna go get Avant. We're gonna get the boy Joe. Yeah, okay. We're gonna see where Joe at. Well, you might better put, if you go get, you, what about KC and JoJo? You gonna put them on your RB? They, they be staying still? They still say. Yeah, KC and JoJo. I'm gonna go get Jagged Edge. Man, you going way far, man. I'm gonna bring them back together. I'm gonna go get SWV. Y'all okay. got to come back out. Um, I love um Cut Close. If they still somewhere singing, I get Cut Close. I get Samo Two to come back. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm gonna have all type of shit on my shit. Right. I probably make the hardest collaboration R and B album of all time. If I could just get all them artists. Right. Oh God. Yeah, it's gonna cost you a lot though. Shit, it's all right. We gonna scream. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How did it feel to help J. Cole win this with Grammy? I think we helped each other. I don't think I just helped him. I think we helped each other. It felt good. Shit, that was my first Grammy too. Right. It ain't like I just had 10 Grammys and I just gave him a Grammy. Right. We won that motherfucker at the same time. Right. I wouldn't have got it without him. Right. So, so what was that What was that feeling like? You're sitting in there, you're okay, you get nominated. Obviously, it's a huge accomplishment just to get nominated. Everybody say, oh, you know, I don't even care if I win as long as I'm nominated, bull jive. You're nominated, you want to win. Okay, so you sitting there, and the Grammy 4 goes to, and they call J. Cole and 21 Savage. What goes through your mind? I was sad that day because that was the day Kobe died. 
Oh, right. So I was kind of sad that day. And then, like, they, my award wasn't announced in the Grammys. Right. I knew I won it before we got there. Oh, it was that's like, anticlimactic. It was like one of them, like, pre-announced. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear, you want to, hey, I want to, hey, I want to hear my. You want to get up and yeah, walk Yeah, up, yeah, you like, like walk on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, God. But, yeah. yeah, that was the day Kobe died. So oh, it was kind of, like, bittersweet. So would you do a co- uh, collab with J. Cole? Yeah, for sure. It seems like you like, look, you're one of these, you one of these artists that, hey, you collab, Offset, J. Cole, Drake. You don't seem to have no beef with none of the artists. Mm-mm. Cause I feel like, I feel like life is bigger than like that type shit. I feel like we are blessed to be in these predicaments and positions and right. shit. Because I feel like we'll be doing the people an injustice by not giving them that right type shit. Like back in the day, you don't remember like everybody used to be in everybody video. It was more like unity, like yeah. because we was all coming from. We we um we spoiled now. Right, artists today is spoiled because of how far music has went. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was like it was harder to get on. Right, so they was more appreciative. By the time they got, they start getting they. Mm-hmm. shit together you know what i'm saying right. so they all stuck together a little more yeah we had that that's why i feel like beefs was so big back then right because it was like more rare now like everybody beef you got everybody, everybody beefing so type shit but are they really beefing or they trying to they trying to get some publicity it'd be half and half okay yeah i'm gonna put you on i got a tough one for you right now give me your top five atlanta rappers without me without you i'm gonna go future okay T.I. Okay. Gucci. Outcast. And Young Thug. Okay. I'm sorry, Luda. Jeezy. Y'all made my top five, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Migos, Thug, Yachty, I was, yeah, Baby, I'm sorry. See, you can't do no Atlanta top five. You can. You got to do Atlanta top twenty. <laughs> no, no. We got too many greats. Nah, cause I haven't let you put everybody up in there. <laughs> so when they see this, like, hey, I like my five. Them niggas ain't gonna put me in their top five anyway. So <laughs> they might. Hell no. Nah. They gonna say current, current or all time. So what 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 type of influence did Gucci have on you? You say you saw Gucci at Miss Wieners. Very, very early on. I'm going to keep it real. Like, growing up on the east side, bro, Gucci made me hate Young Jeezy as a child. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because the beef like, they had good, they had Yeah, good. like, I used to really be like, man, fuck Jeezy. Right. I'm from the east side, nigga. Gucci <laughs> type shit. Oh, God, Gucci had a big impact. Like, right. Gucci was the one, like, and he was like, he put that shit on the map, like, let it be known, like, right. the east side type shit. Are you big into gifts? Do you buy uh, other, uh, other? I saw Drake uh, bought Thug or uh, Ferrari. Are you big into buying other artists' gifts that jump on your album and, and, and it blow it up? Um, yeah, we be buying. I done bought Drake some shit. He done bought me some shit. I done bought Thug shit. He bought me shit. Like people that I fuck with right. in Metro. Right. I just don't do shit for the internet. Right. So like. You do stuff and don't nobody know about yeah, it. Yeah, but a nigga might have a chain on that I bought him. Right. But you would never know. Right. Because I ain't finna, like, be like, huh, huh, right. bruh. Like, yeah. type shit. Were you old enough to remember Freak Nick? Yeah. 
Pregnant was like that, wasn't it? I, I don't remember being there. I just remember traffic. Like, can't go nowhere. Nope. Type shit. It was real nice, though. But you got to come to my free. You been, you know, I be throwing free neat, too. You th- what, what, hold on, what time? What, what, what really going on? On my birthday. When, when is this? October. Ah, oh, man. Man. We had, like, how many people was out there? Like, 7,000 people? Yeah. All downtown at the underground. We had we had Uncle Luke perform. What? Yeah. Yeah, I remember them days. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I told you, see? After you get 55, you just get on up out the way. You know, I had my time. In my early 20s, in my late 20s, early 30s, yeah. I had my time. I had my time with Freaknik. <laughs> you missed you, it. It was real nice. That For real? Real, oh, man. Let, let me stop. Let me stop. I ain't going to say that. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> nah. Uh, everybody be talking about, you know, teeth. What's going on, I mean? You spend a lot, you put, spend good, I mean, now you, 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 you savage. You can be in front of the camera, you rapping, you gotta have your grill right. Yeah, for sure. How many bands you put in there? Like 85. See? <laughs> I had to go get them right. You get it right, yeah. You, you're supposed to, though. Yeah. Not the composite shit. Nah, nah, that's that. Nah, they, they, I know. Yeah. You got that porcelain. Yeah. <laughs> you got it too. <laughs> grills, no grills. Let oh, <laughs> <laughs> me. I want to. I want to get to this dating publicly. Would you ever date publicly again? Mm. Yeah, probably. You would. Would you? No. Why? Because I believe if you date publicly, you have to break up publicly and you have to deal with your issue publicly. Yeah. If you date privately, you can break up privately and deal with any issues you may have privately. Damn, I never thought about it. Like, you just taught me something. That's just me. I mean, to each his own. I mean, some people like that. I don't. I, my relationship is not for public consumption. Right. Because sometimes I think people start to try to live try to to play out their relationship for the public yeah. and do things. Oh, you see what they did? They on this vacation. Now, if I go on vacation, it's just me and you. I ain't trying to do anything for the gram or the net. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I don't all that, like when you go out to eat and you women got to take pictures, Ooh, let me take a picture. of the food. Come on, man. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So that's, that's where I'm at with that, but that's to each his own. Yeah. But you, but you could be, I mean, if your, your, your lady says, okay, you know, savage, I bought, hey. You might just change my mind. <laughs> oh God. You might just change my mind because you, you got to break up publicly. But what if you never break up? You don't, have you ever been in a relationship that you felt like, I don't think we ever going to break up? Hell, all the relationship that you be in, you be thinking that at a time. <laughs> I don't think anybody get no relationship thinking like, oh man, this this is gonna end tomorrow. <laughs> you think you think it's gonna last forever. Oh god. But I just think the thing is, is that sometimes, you know, that, man, that internet man. Yeah. Then people start then people start surmising what's going on. Or, oh, he ain't he don't love her like that. She don't love him. She for the street, he for the street. And it start to play. I mean, you you get inundated with that savage man, you hear that enough, and it just Yeah. It'll take a toll on you. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, your tattoos. How old were you got your first tattoo? 13, 14. Mm-hmm. I had got my mama name, though. All right. So she couldn't. So you were cool with that. <laughs> so how old when you first got your face tat? Your first face tat, how old were you? 16. 
she didn't like that. Sam team. Yeah, she didn't like it. Sam team. Sam team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what was, was it? The cross? Was nah, it? it was 21. Okay. And then that next year, um, my big brother Larry, mm-hmm. that was like Johnny's best friend. Mm-hmm. He had got killed. Him and his mama got killed together. Wow. And I had got R.I.P. Larry because me and Larry went and got 21 together. Right. So I had one and got R.I.P. Larry around it. That was my second face tattoo. Right. What does being a father mean to you? Everything. It's just like, I feel like that's where your legacy count the most. Because mm-hmm. when you think of like all the legends, you be like, damn, I wonder what they son doing. What they kids look like. Like, that's who carry on, like, That's everything. your name. That's your lineage. Yeah. I feel like it means everything. And you're trying to be everything that your father was to you. Yeah, facts. Do you make a, is it just second nature or you try, or you make a conscious, or you like, yeah, my dad wouldn't do this, so I'm going to do that. My nah, dad. hell no, I don't do that. It's just second nature. It's just second nature. I don't even think it's like, a, I don't even think of me and my daddy relationship when I think of like my kids. Really? It's just what, what come natural to me. Did you always want to be a parent? Did you always want to be a father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wanted to have kids. I feel like, what did you, what did you really do it for if you don't have no kids? Right. Like, what was all of this for? You just going to die and then what? That's the end of you. Ain't nothing else to go on, like type shit like how I look at like Bronny and shit mm-hmm. or like Kenya Martin Jr. Mm-hmm. or like Carmelo's son mm-hmm. it's like that's what it's about type right. shit like oh god you, you want to, what if your son would say dad you know I want to be a rapper too I'm gonna try and find something else but if that's <laughs> his passion right shit we're gonna do it the right way right <laughs> when people say Rap is declining. Your answer is? Um, my show price is going up. <laughs> so it ain't so declining. It can't, it can't be declining. Shit, my shit going up. Right. I just did the most screams in the day for, for of my career, the biggest solo screams of my career. Wow. So it can't be declining. But I don't know, though. Right. What's 21 Savage's goal for 24? We early in 24, we, early, we January. So what What can we expect? What's your goals for 24? I just wanna like level up with everything that I'm doing, like better show. Um, I feel like everybody loved the album mm-hmm. already. Like, um, spend more time with my kids and my, my people. Like, I want to go back to London more often mm-hmm. and shit. And just like. Now that you can travel, that's yeah. something that you want to do. Yeah, like traveling and just starting new ventures and shit and business and shit. Just growing up. Right. Doing grown stuff. 21 Savage, ladies and gentlemen. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life. Running all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? 
a wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 